Hey guys, you're listening to On Your Side Podcast, where we spread mental power to people struggling to live through the bad days. And whatever we do here, we hope it helps you navigate yourself better through life. This is Jonah, and thank you for tuning in. Yes, I know I do sound different today, right? Uh, I've actually caught a cold, and so I sound stuffed today, so please excuse me. But anyway, this doesn't stop me from doing this (laughs) welcome to another special episode where today i'm gonna talk about knowing what you want and setting your goals right i think this is something that you guys might want to know how or probably you already know how to but it's just that you keep failing and so today i'll be asking this person he's actually one of the most driven independent individuals (laughs) And I think he's also one of my, uh, I think, most trustworthy friends that I have. <laughs> right. Okay. So there he is. Everyone, let's all welcome Lester. Yay. Hi. Yes. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hi, Lester. <laughs> Hi. Yes. How's your voice? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Actually, thank you for accepting my invitation and for allowing me to postpone it. <laughs> yeah, because I've been sick for a few days and actually now I'm feeling better. So, but I still do sound stuff. So, please bear with me, Lester. <laughs> for sure, How about yeah, you? Yeah. How are you? How are you physically and mentally? I'm doing well and I'm glad that you are doing well as well. Just make sure <laughs> to drink water a lot yeah, of I it. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm I'm fine mentally. I think everybody's struggling because of the pandemic. But mm. we're thriving. Right. That's <laughs> that's make us human. Mm, exactly. I can that. Yes. So. Oh, actually, Lester is actually one. Like I said, he's actually one of the most driven uh, individuals or people I know. And every time we get together in the class, I just really found you the the kuya, you know, the big brother. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Has it something to do with the age? (laughs) No, no, it's not that. I think it's because of the depth of your character. Yeah, but at the same time, of course, you were also one of the quirkiest. And uh, no one will argue with me on that for sure. Yes. Okay, so of course now, um, please tell us, who are you? Uh, Well, I am known as Lester, especially in the office. And Mm -hmm. so was my social media name. Lester. Uh-huh. Yes, um, I am a cat lover. I just love cats like a lot. I just love how they purr. I just love. I just love how it sounds, and it makes me so so calm. And I just mm. love the feeling. I mm. also feed cats or just stray cats whenever I meet one. So mm. cats would gather in front of me whenever I uh, give them treats and. Mm-hmm. I just like the feeling. I also joined marathons. I think the first marathon I joined was way back 2015. Wow. And that was a kitty marathon. <laughs> just to try. Yes. Really? And, and, yeah, I'm skinny, so I think I, I fit oh. in the category. Yes. Well, that's fun. Though sometimes it's tiring, but I like the medals. <laughs> after, <laughs> wow. After the race, they would give you like medals and such mm-hmm. and freebies, and I love them. I am a communications trainer in a healthcare company based in U.S. Uh, all right. Okay. Yeah. Could you tell us why you're here? 
I advocate mental health awareness, being aware of yourself, being aware of your weaknesses and, and strengths. And I just like how, I just love this whole idea of sharing your, your opinions, y- your thoughts about things that would help people. You know, I, I'm an empath, so mm. yeah, it's like you want to share because you, you share the same feeling even though you don't necessarily experience them. Mm. Downsides of it, but I just like the feeling of being able to help people understand life, understand yeah. being human. Yes. Yes. I like that. <laughs> yeah, human as we are, we we really need people with us. True. And, you know, life just gets harder and harder and we should pay attention to to ourselves, to That's our true. needs. Yeah. That's true. Just like the old saying goes, no man is an island. We can say that we are independent, that we can stand alone, but it's different when we have someone we can talk to or confident, our friends, families. Or whoever whom you can share your vulnerability with. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, and part of your guesting here today is to talk about goal setting. I think knowing the generation right now, I think a lot of people might be confused or a lot of people might not know, you know, what to do, what they want, where to go. Especially in this time of the pandemic, it just gets blurrier and blurrier. But uh, I hope you can share with us your insights, Lester. Yeah, I have a few. I think goal setting is like goal setting theory is one of the things mm-hmm. that we've discussed since college, and this is one of the things that I have been using since I'm in the communications department or training department. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's kind of familiar to me. Yes, it's kind of relevant too. Yeah, and I think that's something you can incorporate life itself, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. (laughs) True. Because we set goals every day. Mm -hmm. They may be small, but it helps you along the way. Exactly. Okay. So let me go to my first question, Lester. Like I said, a lot of people now are confused or they just really don't know what to do or what they want, basically. Can I get your opinion on this? Why do we get so confused about what we want? Mm, sometimes, or I can say one of the things that confuses people is not being able to decide on what they want because they are they are constantly comparing themselves with how someone else is successful. And we, we have this mentality that if he or she can do it, why can't I, right? But you have to set boundaries you have you have to set limitations you know yourself you can be better than that person you can be somebody else maybe that person is whom you call an idol right and yeah oh i i really like this person i want to be like this person or sometimes my my mom my dad is a doctor and i want to be a doctor but sometimes it it's not what your heart really wants you have mm-hmm. to weigh things out you need to know what you really want just Try to not confuse yourself and try not to compare yourself with others. Yeah, I would agree to that. Especially now that everything, every day, we see a lot going on on social media. We can see the life progresses of our friends, our families. 
So we really do tend to compare our situation to theirs. And yeah, I do agree with that. We get so influenced by this True. that whatever is happening to them, we also would want to to have the same thing in our lives. Not knowing if that's really what you want. True. Right? We, we, we sometimes have this subconscious thinking that I could be like that person too. It's just that maybe I didn't mm. have the chance to, to start or to maybe finish what I started. So are there any misconceptions on this? What would you suggest or what should be changed? Or are there any misconceptions here that should be debunked? One misconception of setting goals is thinking that there's a finish line. Technically, there's not. There's no finish line because humans as we are, we have this never-ending pursuit of perfection. Even though it's, mm. it's already perfect, we still find better version of the perfect thing we've created, like an iPhone. You can say probably people way back 2000 have thought, wow, this is the best phone. But because of never-ending pursuit there should be something more than the best. There should be something yeah. more than what we call perfect. There's nothing like a finish line. People would think that I, I was able to graduate and this is the finish line. No, it's not. Your goals may change along the way. Like me, mm -hmm. for example, I, I, I yes. have thought of maybe if I get to have a bachelor's degree, then everything would be okay. Like I, I'll be contented of it, but not. It, it would never make me feel like that my race has finished, that I've reached the end of my race. It's not because mm. um, it, it's like we do one thing at a time and we evolve, right? Right. We thought of this thing, oh, this is the best for me. And then you tried it. Oh, it, it doesn't feel right. It, it's, it's good, mm. but it, I think I need better than this. Because we evolve. Mm. We evolve the way we think. We evolve the way we do things. It's part of life yeah. evolving. Therefore, I would say that a misconception of goal setting is that thinking that there's a finish line because mm. there's not. Even space and oh. time doesn't end. Exactly. Because every time I, I set goals, I always think that, okay, when I get to reach to this point, I'm done. But yeah, after hearing this, I've realized that whenever I'm done with one goal, yes, I, I tend to make another one and another one and another one. It's really a never-ending pursuit of probably perfection True. or happiness. True. That's right. So uh, would you say that this could also be one of the reasons why it's so hard for people these days to know what they want? Yes. It's, it's like they, they, they've tried something. Let us say someone graduated. Uh, they graduated mm -hmm. as nurse and then like, this is supposed to be the finish line. I should be happy, but why can't I be happy? Because there's there's nothing like a finish line. If there's really a finish line, being able to feel content of what you have and not planning of what would happen next, which I think is near impossible because we live by the day and we have small decisions. We have small goals that we decide on every day. I think everyone maybe has reached to this point, but in your case, what was one goal that made you even want more after achieving that goal? That was when, before I, I got promoted as a regular process trainer, I, mm -hmm. I was an intern for three years, for three long years. And I, I felt like, why can't I get the post? Why can't 
why can't I apply for something else than waiting for that position to be vacated? So uh, I have a friend that's Kathleen told me that what if you are you are just thinking you you're so focused of I want to be a process trainer. Why not try something else? Maybe it's 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 not what you really like. Maybe you're confused somehow because mm-hmm. you, you are so driven to that thought of getting mm-hmm. that position. But I've been getting offers from my managers to be a supervisor instead, be mm-hmm. someone else than a trainer. And I always mm-hmm. decline. I, I, I decline the offer because I, I want this. I badly want this. I, I This is something that I love doing. And I was to that point of thinking, I think Kathleen is right. I should try this. And, but then an opportunity knocked on my door, or should I say barged in saying that, hey, we need after three years, we finally need a new communications trainer. So I applied for it. Everything was laid out. I got my resume updated for the TL position or the supervisor position. And like, and I was confused that time. I was like, wait, I'm so confused. What do I want? I don't know. Now I don't know what I want. And then I, I have to decide. I have to follow what I think would be good for me. I applied as a communications trainer and I, I got the position, luckily. Yeah, reaching that point, Lester, I think is um, one of the most crucial parts of the process. When you already have it, sometimes you question yourself. You know, you question yourself if, is this really what I want? So how are you able to decide that this was something, this was it, this is something that you want? One is, it's it's something that that I've been wanting since I started in this industry. Two is because mm-hmm. it came first, knocking on my door with like, hey, it's time. You've been waiting for me, right? So yes, I think I have to think of my options again because mm-hmm. I, I got so confused when I was ready to let go of that passion or of that dream of wanting to be mm-hmm. a trainer. So the bottom line is if it's still your passion, if, if it's still something that you love, that yes. should be the question. Yes, if it's something that you still want, even though there's another option for you. or I think what made me decide was questioning myself if it's still mm-hmm. something that I want. Because mm. I was ready to let go. I was ready to let go. Good thing I was still given a chance. I thank the odds <laughs> for that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And you see now in this generation, it's, it's hard to ac- actually do what they want or start what they want because a lot of people these days get trapped in the idea that I should choose this because this is what I need. Oh no, I should choose this because this is what they want me to do or True. or this is what is expected of me. So I think that's also one of the reasons why people get so confused because <laughs> there are yeah. a lot of factors to consider. The family, True. the expectations, your your passion, the money even. True, right? and the opportunity as well. Yeah. Right. If it only knocks once, then, oh my, then you should really take it. But if there's another chance next year, probably, then probably you can pass yeah. and maybe try something else. That's true. And, and I learned something from it. Uh, because she made me realize that you, you you should not just focus on on a specific thing or, or a specific goal because goals can change. It can be influenced by opportunities, time, and your ability. So you have to weigh things out. Right. Okay. So 
we've been talking about goal setting. So I think this is the main point of the topic. And I want to ask you now, Lester, how should we set goals to get what we want? So we set goals to get what you want by organizing a few steps. Actually, I only have four. <laughs> Number one is visualization. Visualization in the sense like, first, we think about the results you want to see. How do you see yourself five years from now? It's one of the questions yes. when, you are, <laughs> when you are applying for a job, right? Right. Because they want to know your goals. Mm-hmm. Why are you applying for this company? How do you see yourself in five something years? So mm. you have to visualize yourself. Do you imagine yourself doing this? Or you imagine yourself with something else, right? Because you will have this kind of feeling when you imagine of something you do in the future, when you visualize yourself being someone, and that helped mm. me as well, because I visualized myself to be someone training people. You saw yourself being the trainer. Yes. And it worked. <laughs> Actually, I've read something. I've read, I've read from a book. It, it also included the, the concept of visualization and how powerful it is. I don't know if you've heard of Napoleon Hill. It's, it says there that when we visualize, we have to be specific about it. Let's say, for example, if you say, oh, what's your goal? What do you want to be? Uh, I want to be rich. But rich is too broad and too vague, right? You can't really picture it out. Like, we have to break down the the dream. Yeah, we have to think of what the specifics are, right? So if I want to be rich, I, f- I would probably be more specific. Like, I want to have Let's say I want to have 5 million pesos in my bank account when I become like 40 years old. You you become more specific. And because you become more specific, you become more aware of what you should do. Yes. Because everything that you decide on, everything that's happening around you, you'll try to select the pieces that would complete your puzzle to your dream. Because yes. you already know what you need. That's true. Mm. And, and if I were to relate it, to like the common things that happen around us. Just like you want to cook for dinner and mm-hmm. you decide on, I want to cook pasta. You need to know mm-hmm. what you really want, what kind of pasta dish you want to cook so that you would know the ingredients. Exactly, right? So that's why a lot of people always feel bad and frustrated when they don't achieve their goals in losing weight. Because every time they, yes. they, they think about losing weight, like, oh, I want to lose weight uh, in two months, that's still too broad. You have to visualize yourself like, oh, I want to weigh 50 kilograms in two months. Then that's specific. And then you work on that. You work on that till you reach that number. So become more specific. Yeah, that's true. Another is, or second is, question yourself. Mm-hmm. What do you really want? Why do you want it? Do you want it because you're influenced by your parents' decision? Are you influenced by what you see on social media? Because you know what? I thought of vlogging. Okay. But it's not what I really want. Oh, really? I am a really private person. And I can't be a celebrity or a social media celebrity. I just want it because of the money. So it's like, I, I once visualized myself to vlog. I even practiced and like, no, this is not for me. I see. The motivation was just not right. <laughs> yeah, the motivation was just the money. It's, it's not my passion. N- not like other people. It's something that they like. They, they want to share they about. They enjoy. Yes. Yeah. Their, 
their everyday happenings and such they want they want to tell everybody they they want to be an open book and i don't want to be like that person mm, so, i see you couldn't imagine yourself you couldn't visualize it yes you thought I, it was I, just something I, that you wanted true it's just something that i wanted because i think i can it was the trend <laughs> yes it was the trend i was like no i questioned myself is this something that i want or i'm mm-hmm. just influenced by what i see on the internet so question yourself not just once but many times Because like you said, we change. Yes. You know, goals Goals change. change. True. And the third is overcome your limiting beliefs. And I think you've discussed it. Yes. Right. That's one of my episodes. I like that. I like that. (laughs) That's actually my personal fave so far. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to discuss a lot about this, but this is... (laughs) <laughs> this is one of your podcast topics. So Yeah, yeah, but that's okay. You can share something. What's your take on this? Yeah, so overcome your limiting beliefs because if you have this limiting belief, you would like either overestimate or underestimate yourself. Your capabilities. If you won't overcome, if if you have your limiting beliefs, you would think that, "Oh, this is this is something that I cannot do. I, I'm too stupid to do this." Right? So Right. overcome your limiting beliefs uh, just yeah. shrug it away throw it in the trash <laughs> yeah it's a stopper yes. the more you think about it the more you think about it the more you feed yourself these limiting beliefs the more you become like that <laughs> and that sucks because you become the person you don't want to be but you keep telling yourself to become this person then you become like that <laughs> yes and what helped me yeah. overcome my limiting beliefs is talking with my friends talking about my struggles what should i do i don't think i don't think i'm even worth the pick when you talk to someone who knows you sometimes better than yourself because of limiting beliefs we think that we know everything about ourselves or underestimate what we can do and we we need to have someone to tell us that no you're good you're good at this you're good at that you should pursue this you should pursue that That's right. That's why it's really important to be surrounded with people who really see your value. People who who really know who you are and what you're capable of. Because they're the ones who are going to push you to your limits and even try things that you don't even expect yourself to be capable of. So, yeah, great. You surround yourself with with these people, these kinds of people. That's what we need. And you would know the kind of people who you want to surround yourself with by listening Mm -hmm. to Jonas podcast podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay yeah that's actually one of my episodes too that's knowing your people and why it's important with kathleen (laughs) yeah with kathleen you should listen to that and last is test your goals how how do we how do you test your goals lester there's this old saying you would not know if you don't try try it out if it made you feel like yes I love doing this. This is something that I want. This is something that I like. Then go for it. But if you feel otherwise, like I, I feel like there's something wrong. There's something lacking. I want more. Then most likely it's it's not for you. Just like fitting jeans, right? You wouldn't know if, if it fits. Unless you try. You would not know if, if it's ill-fitting or mm-hmm. if it's it, it just fits your size, right? Right. Yeah, it's like you can visualize yourself wearing these pants, but you couldn't be sure enough that this works or this fits unless you try it, (laughs) right? And sometimes when you try it, that's when you realize, oh, wait, this doesn't look good on me. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So you have to test it. You need to try it for you to decide if it's something that you really want. 
Mm. Yeah, I think that's part of the process of knowing if it's really something that you want. You you told me, right? You told us that we have to keep questioning ourselves if this yeah. is really something that we still want. And uh, I think if you keep trying your goals, if you keep testing them, that would also tell you that I think this is not something that is really going to make me happy. So probably, maybe I just have to move on and make another one. <laughs> anyway, if it fails... It it's actually not losing the chance to win something. It's actually gaining uh, more experience to True. become more capable of winning that in in the future. Yeah, you just you just really learn a lot when you fail. Testing the goal would absolutely help. Okay, what do you do, Lester, when you fail in achieving a certain goal? I welcome failure. I always think that. Failure is necessary. Even a master wants an apprentice, right? Because um, it, it's it's not about failing. It's how you manage failure. It's how, how how did you let it affect you? Did you let it affect you negatively or positively? And I'll always choose the latter. Make sure that it affects you positively to strive for a better way of doing it when you're given a chance to do it again. Instead of saying or asking yourself, what did I do bad? Instead, we ask ourselves, what can I do differently? Right? Because how you manage failure is what truly matters. Because if you let it control you, you, you will feel like this is the end. I cannot do this anymore. And you'll succumb to maybe depression. Yeah. Right? Uh, there's even the saying that defeat is a state of mind. No one is ever defeated until defeat has been accepted as a reality. Yeah. Let me check who said that. That's from Bruce Lee. Do not accept it as your reality. Accept it mm. as a challenge. Yes. Right? There are people who are really good at um, managing their behaviors or their mm. reaction towards something, be it negative or mm -hmm. positive, right? But if you find it difficult to overcome your failure, do mm. these uh, simple steps. One is try to evaluate yourself. Learn from the experience instead ask these questions. What are the things that I did well? What are the things that I can do better next time? And also be mm. open to feedback. If you fail, be open to feedback. Mm. And sometimes asking brutally honest questions to yourself is really helpful. <laughs> <laughs> How brutal yeah. is brutal, Lester? Yeah. This is like... <laughs> like, what were the questions that you, you had to ask yourself? I mean, that's stupid to say those things. I mean, that bad or something? Did I, did I do worse than everybody else? But don't be too harsh on yourself because if I think I, I can say you can ask brutally honest questions if you know how to handle your feelings, if you know yourself. Right. What about you, Jonah? How, how, do, you, how do you brutally <laughs> question yourself? I think the way I do it every time I fail on something, I really think which did I miss or which mm -hmm. did I not know because yeah. I really do want to do better next time. So what I do is actually, I I think I haven't been too harsh with myself because I have the belief that I can do better. I think the, the only worst thing that I can do to myself is to keep repeating it, to keep repeating how I failed to myself. Like, oh, you yeah. failed because you did not prepare. And then yes. I'll keep telling myself that. The the language is not too harsh. It's not harsh. It's just I'll keep on repeating that to myself. And I think that's brutal enough. Yes. Because true. I will keep telling myself so that I'll 
keep myself reminded and grounded, knowing that, okay, are you still on your way to your dream? Are you still on your way to, to this? Or are you leading to somewhere else? So just to keep myself reminded. So I have to keep repeating myself what I should be doing and what I should not be doing. And I think that helps. That helps. Uh, say, for example, this. I'll just share something. Let's say, for example, um, I have this presentation at work. And being a calm graduate, we have this certain level of confidence that, oh, maybe I can just wing it. <laughs> maybe I can like, have ad-libs. You know, I think I can do it on the spot. And so when I had this presentation, I kind of messed up a little. So yeah, I kept repeating it to myself. Okay, so uh, do you really want that to happen again? And so, yeah, and now it's becoming a practice. Like, okay, you can't just wing it. Prepare. Yes, and also, if if you know now what you need to do next, then reignite your desire. I think I'm ready to do it again, but this time I won't fail, right? Yeah, this is really just knowing what you want. And um, everyone should be aware that it's not all the time we get what we want. Sometimes yes. what we want comes in... A different form. It doesn't have to be exactly as how you are expecting it to look like or to be. Yes, it can be something equivalent to what we wish to have, right? Exactly. And uh, never compare. We all have our different timelines, right? As they say, as they all say. And let's just mind our own tracks. So it's only you who's gonna have to set your own deadline. Life is not a race. Just be yourself. Do not rush and know your pace do not be ever afraid to fail because failure is necessary failure is our teacher so go for the goal yeah all right so there you go thank you for that lester that's really just insightful Thank you so much for being with us today in this special episode. I hope you guys have learned something, have got something from Lester and uh, from me as well. And I hope you can also connect with us so we can know what you're thinking about right now. And if there's anything that you would like us to talk more on about or just share or questions, suggestions, anything, feel free to get connected with us. And... Uh, Listening to this episode would not guarantee that you will know exactly what you want. That's not the point. What we're trying to emphasize here is just to really know the process, enjoy the process, and learn from it. Because like what we always say, goals change, we change, and it won't stop. <laughs> so I hope you guys find comfort in this episode and... We'll talk again. <laughs> this is uh, Jonah on your side. Thank you and have a great day.